Welcome to episode 90, that's right, 9-0 of the CGM podcast. I'm back from my holidays and I'm sick, so don't mind me if I sound like a troll from under a bridge. No, that's okay, you're, you're a girl, so people automatically sympathize. So if you were sick, people wouldn't give? No, nobody no? would care. <laughs> Also, I'm a visible minority, so you know, like that makes it. Easy. Not on the podcast, you're not a visible minority. You could I mean, be I mean, as white as white, no one would no. know. Oh, who cares? It's like some non-white guy is sick. It's like doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway. But then, who would build all our railroads? And exactly, it's like <laughs> Melanie understands. Like, no, no. See, the thing is, though, is that even when you're sick, you keep building that railroad because that's the way it works when you're an oppressed visible minority. And we're starting this off on our normal tack. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm building that railroad straight to your house, even as we speak. Because you know, it's, it, at least it's, it's going to be a go train. That would be whip. really helpful. <laughs> so, yeah. it's, it's because no, uh, trains are only properly run if they're built with kung fu skills. That's yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. get derailed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kill millions yep. of people. Mm-hmm. Throw that golden spike through the yep. antagonist's forehead. Yeah. All right, it's the usual cast of characters here at the table. Mine is Brendan, who's just working our soundboard and not going to be DJing with us today. Sorry, Brendan, you've been outed. To my left is Alex. Hey. Coming down from the mountain. Yep. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And it was actually my... quite a dangerous trek down the mountain this time. Yeah, it would be just ice. No, it would be an easy trek. You just sit on your butt and go because yeah. it's just ice. Unless you came down riding on the bear. Well, you see, that's the problem because no. uh, the OPP does not really like it when you ride a bear down the mountain. Oh, okay. They, um, they tend to want to check your license or registration and consider you have to store it in the bear. No, bear riders don't need licenses. I think they would just run from the bear. Yeah, exactly. It's like some cop comes asking for a license, the bear eats the cop. End of story. So Unless it's, it's a Mountie. Yeah. It's an RCMP, then you're screwed. Yeah. That just means that they're chewier going down, I suspect. And to my right is our lovely Phil Brown. That's me. Movie hater. I comic reader. Movies. Come on now. Like, it's because I read Lone Survivor yeah, well, today, that's that why. I really do hate that one. That's a terrible, terrible film. But we'll get to that. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the end of the table is Wayne Santos, yep. editor. And Invisible Minority. We were calling you Lord and Editor earlier today because of your heroic anime pose that oh, you carry yeah, in the magazine. Really? Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start off with news, and our first news story is going to be Aliens. Alien. Alien Isolation. Alien. That's, that's what it's being called. Alien, one alien. again. Alien Isolation. Is <laughs> it is being made by Creative Assembly, which has me extremely concerned. Because so, what have they done? Because if you guys don't know, Creative Assembly is most well known for games like the Rome and Shogun Total War series, ah. real-time strategy games, right. and Alien Isolation is going to be a, a first-person survival horror, survival horror mm-hmm. by guys who don't ordinarily, you know, Puts around okay. in that genre, so they couldn't do any worse than the last Aliens game. Don't so. say that they'll they'll hit the bottom. There's always a bottom. Someone I think that was the bottom. There is no bottom. Yeah, see, this <laughs> I, I tend to go with Alex on this. Is like you know, just when you think that you've hit the bottom, you actually find out that your impact is merely loose in the false bottom that you hit, oh, and God. then you continue to. You know, I thought Battlecruiser Three Thousand was the bottom, and it wasn't the bottom. They did worse. I don't know. I saw some of the footage of it. It looked interesting. Yeah, yeah see, this, this is one, my though. problem as well. Is that <laughs> I saw that early footage for yeah. Aliens Colonial Marines, and that looked great, I know, it's didn't very it? True. So it's very, very true. That looked fantastic, it and looked, then the game came out. We're not going to actually know until the game comes out because the, the all the teaser stuff is usually just done for demo purposes, yeah. right? Okay, but what, what, what do you guys think of... Amanda Ripley being the main character. You guys are aware of this, yeah, right? No, yeah, no, that's frustrating, okay. but I mean, like, I've just sort of taken for granted that if you're going to do... I, so this takes place I, I between like, Alien and Alien 2, and Aliens, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I've, With, just, but I've just sort of taken for granted that if, you, if they're going to make a game based on a movie like that, they're going to have silly bastardized characters. I let that go long ago. Okay. It could still be good. Let that go long ago. That's frustrating. I, I think the concept of it in which you're just sort of running around this empty ship with an alien stalking you. Mm-hmm. Sounds compelling. My concern is that I don't know if it'll be compelling for longer than an hour, hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be a full-length game, and I don't know how much I want to crawl around in the dark with no weapons. Mm-hmm. For 10 hours? For, yeah, for 10 yeah. hours with I only mean, one monster. Pacing is yeah. going to be a critical, critical factor mm-hmm. for yeah. this. So yeah, if, like, like, yeah. if I had heard that that was like the first chunk of the game mm-hmm. and then there was more to come, then it would be more exciting. Yeah. So it's tough to say, but the footage, it did look compelling. It looked like it was a fun sort of like alien haunted house is, style simulator, but like how the, long it could last. So is it going to be open world? No. It's open, not open ship. World. No. It, it all takes place on a, uh, a big space station, yeah. which okay. 
pretty much, you know, hallway for hallway looks like a recreation of the Nostromo, Nostromo which is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Is, is that art direction not amazing? It does. It, yeah, it I looks mean, like a 70s version of the future, yeah, which I, mean, I the, love. They've got all those huge, clunky CRT monitors yeah. everywhere, and yeah. they've got, like, you know, the big padded walls, just like the Nostromo yeah. has. Green text on all the monitors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I was really impressed with it. It's like even the same containers for, like, cereal and other foodstuffs were, like, exactly the same ones Definitely. that you saw in the Alien movie, which Definitely. kind of freaked me out a little. So it looks pretty, and it looks by like it's by fans, but as you said, yeah, that's exactly how Carl. Making a nostalgia is not a good, not always a good sign. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean we've it's we've been wrong. seriously, seriously burned on this stuff before, where mm-hmm. people were like, you know, it's like we really treasure the movies, and this is going to be loyal to the source material, mm-hmm. and we want to make the Aliens game that everybody deserves, and then that's not what happened with Colonial Marines, mm-hmm. and now Creative Assembly is saying the exact same thing, so. This is one of those instances of like, you know, fool me once, shame on you, mm-hmm. fool me twice. Is that what this is going to be? I totally understand. But yeah. thus far, I may have been fooled twice. We'll okay. see. We'll, see. <laughs> we'll find out I'm, in October. Yeah, I'm holding out hope because I do think that there's something compelling in that idea. It's just, as I said, where they go with it mm-hmm. and if they actually have changes to it or okay. if it's just wandering around the dark. Yeah. That could get Yeah, I mean, that, that, that all is just a big question mark at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really, really don't know how they're going to stretch this out over eight or ten hours. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's critical. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, they've got to be mm-hmm. able to sustain it for mm-hmm. that long. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know if, if there's only one monster. Like, yeah. if you... Because then... You're, not, you're never going to, like, kill or attack. Yeah, anything. I mean... You're in, always going to be running. And- in an interview, they said that one of the things that they kind of liken it to is almost as if you showed up in Bioshock when everything bad was actually going down. Right. As opposed to, you know, the way Bioshock played out where you came in after all the bad stuff had happened and everything was already in ruins. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that, you know, it's like, when you show up, there are still going to be people on the space station who are like, oh my god, this alien thing is killing us, and, you know, it's like some of us are getting picked off even as we speak. Gotcha. Blah, blah, blah. And so, then it gets down to just you and the alien. Yeah, I, okay. I suppose. So... So they, they're oh, also the usual well, zombie thing of like you know the alien is not the only monster here blah blah blah. Right, so right, right. there's probably going to be the whole thing with people screwing each other yeah, over. Yeah, there's going to be a secret android. There probably is going to be to a secret say. android. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. That almost that almost goes without saying. Yeah. I'm really curious to see whether or not they're actually going to be able to pull off this whole human beings will do terrible things to each other in order to survive when mm-hmm. you're being stalked by a nine foot alien monster that wants to put its like you know inner set of teeth through your mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely got to be non-linear then. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's just going to be sort of a linear, you go here, you go here when the script says it, then yeah. I'm, I'm thinking it's just going to get really tedious and boring. Yeah, like, that's that's my concern as well, is that they've mm-hmm. said that they want to move you from, like, you know, one set piece to another mm-hmm. so that you don't necessarily get stuck in one environment and then get too familiar with it mm-hmm. and then know where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see whether they can actually keep that up. But they say that they want to keep shuttling you from you know, one new environment and situation into another mm-hmm. so as to prevent people from just saying, oh, I'll just go to this one particular area where I've got all the hiding places figured out mm-hmm. and I know I'll be safe. I will they live never in this want room. you to feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing I, will, I, I, will, I can't, will also say about it is that my favorite survival horror game of the last generation was Silent Hill Shattered Memories, oh, okay. which there were no weapons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were always yeah, on the You were always sort of on your own. Yeah. It was just, and, and when monsters came, you just had to run. Yeah. And that did work really well. Yeah. So, it, it, but problem is when you do that it's so dependent on scripting <laughs> it's not just a technical feat yeah. anymore and based on the track record yeah and i mean it's like, not, they can get a good story the yeah. fact that they've already just had ripley's unofficial daughter yeah. is not a good sign yeah, on the writing it, department yeah. side so. and it's the same thing with like you know outlast um, which is a recent horror game it did pretty much the same thing where oh, did it? It, okay. it put you through an insane asylum and you have no way to fight the various lunatics mm-hmm. that are out to get you, you know? Did it work? Uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Outlast actually did very well on PC. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be coming to the PS4 soon-ish. Cool. It looked great. Announcement about it, but yeah, yeah. It, like yeah. scared me when I played it at E3. It's like I was at the demo and they made me go like ah, at one point, and everybody laughed at me because they were watching me play the game. <laughs> no, I'll try it. I like it because it is essentially like a virtual haunted house, yeah. which I go to every Halloween and adore. Okay. So if that's when that's done properly, it can yeah. be a lot of fun. It's just yeah, a lot of question marks in the moment. Yeah, and I it, will it say, to be seen, yeah. even when I was watching just a little like 14 minute pro- playthrough yeah. I did found that get a little bit tedious okay. my voice yeah. in the matter has been minutes. has been fluctuating so I've had why well, I haven't been speaking but one thing one thing I've, that it reminds me of is the Scissor Man series oh yeah right yeah okay I have heard of that series yeah, yeah you know the yeah. uh, you got this one little dude with, a, with scissors chasing you through this house yeah and I don't know it kind of reminds me of that uh mm-hmm. Scissorman also had other people trying to kill you and yeah. other stuff. 
and then later it just got weird. Yeah. yeah, so a Scissor Man Outlast, there's actually been a trend in horror games mm-hmm. lately to like depower you and just. It seems you know, like that's Slender Man? No, and it can work. Well. Slender Man as well, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Slender Man, the Slender the Arrival. You just run. Yeah. 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 Just, hear, just run. Just when I hear yeah. Scissor Man, I just think of Doom Patrol. Grant Morrison Doom Patrol. Oh, Remember the Scissor Man? Doom Patrol, yeah. Use their scissors to cut mm-hmm. through multiple dimensions. Woohoo. Mm. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right, well, next week, Wayne will have a sound off on our website about... You'll have a nice little three-minute solid rant about Aliens, because we know yeah. how much you would look forward to the last one and how much you were disappointed it by it. Me. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, it, it crushed your heart it just made a, a mark. bit, right? Yeah, it, it made a mark on my soul. Yeah. yeah. So. Hell hath no fury like a Santo scorn. I really, really wanted that game to be good, and then it wasn't, so yeah. Maybe, maybe. October. Yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe October. I mean, they, they haven't made an official release date. They've I'll just said late 2014. I just figure that October, October is probably Hale, the best time for yeah, them Halloween. to launch it. Because you don't want to launch going up against like Call the next Duty. Call of Duty game. Mm-hmm. Or at, at this rate, Assassin's yeah. Creed, right? And so. Christmas would be inappropriate to release you know, Alien Isolation. So Yeah, I so October so. Yeah, Merry Christmas, you're going to die. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, that, that doesn't work. Okay, so the other, the other big news story, of course, this week was the Consumer Electronics Show. Yay! That happened, and lots of stuff happened. I like how they CES. just named it Consumer Electronics. There's no, there's no veil. It's mm. just consumers. Well, you know, it's like originally the Come, Consumer Electronics Show was primarily so like buy. audio equipment yeah. you know, back in the day when it first started in the late 60s, and then gradually morphed over to TV. Is that so, long uh, ago? Yes, it was wow. the late 60s. So, yeah, CES happened. Um, Lots of stuff. So, yeah, Michael so, Bay. Michael Bay uh, happened to the CES. Let's, let's yeah. talk about that, yeah. shall we, that Michael Bay? Excellent. For anyone not aware, his, what is it, his teleprompter just wasn't giving him the right prompt? His teleprompter gave out, but what I, my favorite part was that the, the thing that he couldn't handle less... explaining without a teleprompter was why he makes movies. Yeah. yeah. Which you'd think as a filmmaker, one of the most successful filmmakers who ever lived financially, yeah. would be able to at least say... Yeah, you know. Yes, I enjoy making movies, yeah. and here's why. But, but he couldn't handle. He that. couldn't even do that. So no, that's pretty why, well confirmed. Yeah. All our fears. On the other hand, him. it's yeah. like I found it refreshing that you know it's like Michael Bay was humanized to a degree where it's like, no, dude, it's like you cannot ad lib to save your life. No, yeah, but, but he just no, he really walked couldn't. off. He to, was it? It wasn't even like two minutes, right? Yeah. And he just, he's like, I can't. And he just yeah, walks off. Like, you know, at the, at the Sony keynote, it it's like one minute. Yeah. He just he just gives up and walks yeah, off. He's like, like 20 "Come on, dude! You can just talk about why you make movies, yeah. why the curve in the TV is yeah. good." Maybe that uh, maybe that uh, air conditioner he got hit with in Hong Kong. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. It was, it was just like a delay. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. He's just had all sort of weird stuff in the news lately, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. He's had a banner year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where whereas at the Sony keynote, the um, producer of Breaking Bad, he actually acquitted himself quite nicely at the Sony keynote. That that guy was oh, know, able to just rip off. Yeah, he was he was able he's to a, just rip off. He's a smart guy. Yeah. I was actually also really surprised by how um, how competent Kaz Harai was when he was handling the Sony keynote at this yeah. year. It's like that guy really knows how to control the show. Mm-hmm. I was you know it's like for a CEO, it's like mm-hmm. you know, the guy's definitely got some showmanship and marketing skills and speaking of sony and the ces um one of the other big things was playstation now are you guys aware of this playstation now you guys know what it is tell me okay so playstation now is actually what the deal is with when sony bought the gaikai streaming technology okay okay so what playstation now is it's going into closed beta at the end of january in the Mm. u.s Mm. um and then they're hoping for a rollout at least in the u.s in summer Mm. it's uh basically the blockbuster slash netflix of games Oh, so nice. they're going to have two pricey models right now. Mm-hmm. Um, one is if there's just an individual title that you're interested in, you'll be able to rent that, and then they will just digitally stream the game mm-hmm. to your PS4 or your Vita or your Bravia TV. Over like a small period of time, like you rent it based on the time period? Yeah, based on the time period. Data. I mean, okay. they, they've only said that there's going to be an individual title rental model, gotcha. and there's going to be a more generous Netflix model where you just pay like a flat fee and mm-hmm. you've got access to a library of games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like guys here in the office, they've seen how well this remote play can work mm-hmm. on, like, you know, a Vita. Yeah, you and, and your Vita. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're applying that to, like, you know, to the Vita, to the Bravia TVs, to the PS4, and um, other devices. You know, it's like they want to branch it out to your tablet and your smartphone. I don't know how the control scheme is going to mm-hmm. work for that. Yeah. Well, I've heard that one of the things it can do is uh, might be possible to have PS3 games run on the PS4 using this. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is a cool idea, considering mm-hmm. you can't just pop in the disc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
This is how they're going to make their money. They're like, yeah. oh, well, that's why we're not going to make it backwards compatible. We can just suck money yeah, out of these I mean, people. So, so far, one of the recommendations that they've made in general terms is you should probably only consider this if you've got at least a five megabyte per second connection. Yeah. I so, mean, I think that's probably safe to say. Yeah. yeah. So most people should be okay because, mm. like, you know, even mine on an average day, I'm like – Sitting around like twenty something yeah. on most days, so it's like you know. It just be yeah. very very rural areas. Yeah. I would expect. Yeah, yeah I mean, they can't do it. Yeah. Still got dial up some places out there. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. It's Pretty a great much idea. The only thing that plays Eve online. It, it is bizarre that you can't rent games anymore. Yeah, that seems like such a like efficient model to <laughs> play and use them. Yeah. It's, you know, so heartbreaking to buy. A, well, no, there's no more rental stores. Or something <laughs> like that. As opposed to just renting it and realizing yeah, and then how finding out it sucks. Right away. Like, yeah, wow, exactly. I'm glad I didn't buy that. Yeah. So that's actually uh, that seems like a really smart decision. Yeah, but part. then the big question becomes: It's like, what kind of impact is this going to have on like bandwidth caps? Because oh, some people yeah, have true. them. Uh, it's Very like I true. do. My, my bandwidth cap, I think, is currently sitting at 120. Mm. I wasn't aware. Per month. I, I wasn't aware that ever. I wasn't aware that there were uncapped bandwidths in Canada. There, oh, that's what I was just wondering. There are uncapped bandwidths in Canada. I happen to have one, yeah. okay. which is there are fabulous. Services, yeah. But is that the is that the norm in the states to have uncapped bandwidth? Um, a lot of well, not so much now. It's like caps are actually being introduced into the states more and more frequently. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't always the case, but yeah, now it seems like the state is starting to mimic the Canadian model of introducing caps. So fewer and fewer services in the states are providing. Unlimited bandwidth access. So it's like in Japan. Kind of yeah. So. Because like, if Japan has unlimited, I guess that would be their target audience, though, yeah. for something like this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in Canada, a lot of people aren't going to be able to use the Netflix model of for gaming. It's just going to be too much gigage. Yeah, it is. And it's expensive so if you it, go over your yeah, bandwidth. Exactly. Oh, like, really yeah, exactly. Once, once you cross that line, they really bring the hammer down. So. You could just buy the game. Yeah. Like. So, I don't know. Alex, um, you have a cap bandwidth, and you play a lot of Steam games? Yeah, I have a have really a high remote? cap. Oh, you have a, okay, you have a really high cap. Because that's do. basically the only thing I have. I don't have any TV or anything like that, so I just put everything into Internet. Okay. And uh, I've gone over it once uh, on a particularly gluttonous Steam month. Uh, but, uh, but no, it is that is definitely a concern. That would definitely be a concern for me, uh, even for rental, because, you know... How much money am I going to save if I play this game and it's especially something like an RPG that's what? Yeah, exactly. A couple, yeah. what, 50 hours, 100 hours? Yeah. Something ridiculous. Skyrim. Skyrim, uh, and pretty much any JRPG. Yeah, gonna, which, for better or for worse, would actually benefit the most from streaming since there are no latency issues when you're talking about a turn based RPG. So mm-hmm. those would actually pretty work, work pretty well with streaming technology. But. Um, yeah, the fact that you're playing them for dozens and dozens of hours, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's another factor that you've got to consider. So. Well, on the other hand, though, if you if you figure out that you really like it, you can always buy the game. Yeah, that's true as well. But if it's backwards, then you have to make sure you still have the console that would run said game. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. might have to buy a PS3 if you're trying to run a PS3 game on a PS4. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then it just gets and, into um, weird the, money issues. The other big news, at least for me, the other big news that's coming out of CES <gasps> is that they showed off Oculus Rift again. Oh, I thought we were gonna never mind. No, it's no, it's it's Oculus Rift. This is a big deal for me because you know it's like I'm I'm just totally gonna get one of these things whenever they come out. So they've debuted the new model. Um, they're actually ripping off of PlayStation Move and Connect with the new model. Mm-hmm. Um, in that the uh, the latest unit, it's actually got like small LED dots scattered all over the actual head-mounted unit portion. And so now it comes with an additional camera, which Mm. you stick somewhere so that it can actually track the lights. Mm. And then that way, now when you're, you know, tracking your head left, right, up, down, it's like it's reading all of that movement so that you don't have to tilt up or down using a mouse or, you know, some other controller. Oculus Rift will just look at that. What is this adding to the price point, though? Wasn't it already kind of expensive? Well, see, that's the thing. They haven't released an official price yet. They just said that they were hoping to get it in at $300 or less. Oh, there's no way that's going to happen. That's what they said. $300. But, you know, now it's got... those sensors. Yeah, now it's got the extra camera it's got the LED emitters and it's also... They've cut the latency down. It uh, was apparently originally at, like, 60 milliseconds. Now they've cut that in half. It's down to 30 but they say that they're still hoping that they can get it down to 20. That's kind of like their holy grail for helping to reduce motion sickness. Um, which is one of the other things is that they said that they've drastically reduced motion slash simulation sickness. But um, they haven't let anybody play any games on it that involve a lot of moving around. 
You know, it's like mm. all the stuff that they demonstrated was still people in stationary positions. So even though they claim they've done it, nobody's actually had enough hands-on time with it to say, yes, they've taken care of the sickness issue. So you know, we still don't know We'll about. probably find out in the upcoming months when they're at cons and stuff showing it all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, I'm surprised they haven't, if they're really concerned about price point, but want to have this external camera set up, mm-hmm. try, haven't tried to team up with Microsoft or Sony. Yeah. Oh, no, make no, it no. an addition for the PlayStation or Xbox. I'm just not a big fan of this whole idea of these uh, sensors or any form of camera. I've never seen it work out really well. Dan Central. No, it, it, it does work. It's just that, you know, it's like its actual gaming applications are fairly limited. Mm-hmm. That's all, you know. It's like, but for something like this where mm-hmm. it's tracking the motion of the head mounted display, that it's seems perfect. Yeah, yeah. small like, movements. Yeah, fairly so. contained. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. seems a lot easier than something like dance. Yeah, than you know, yeah, dance central or you know somebody yeah. else flailing their entire body around or something mm. like that. You know, it's like with something like this, you know, it's like it'll work because even with like the PS4, just tracking something like a DualShock 4 with the camera, that thing is amazingly accurate. I mm. was like, I was really really impressed by how well the PS4 actually tracks mm. a DualShock 4 when you use the camera on that. So okay. it can work with smaller devices. And if it's not an actual integral part of gameplay and it's just tracking your head as, you know, it's like a way to control your movements, then I think that that should be fine as opposed to the whole, like, punch so that your on-screen character can also punch something, which is when it starts becoming very dumb. Yeah. No, but but this, yeah, I, I could see it working, although I question whether or not they would actually be able to keep the price at $300. No. I don't know. It's exciting. Everything I've seen from it looks really fantastic, yeah. particularly in terms of, like, horror games as we were talking about. Yeah, the horror games before. are going to be amazing. Yeah, that looks... Uh, yeah. As yeah. long as they can sustain it beyond the first year, then I'm cool with it. Yeah, I mean, we still don't know when this thing is coming out. I mean, I, I, I honestly don't know whether I it will come out to. this year or not. I would love for it I to want come it out for in Christmas. Yeah, that would be so great. Come on, August. Oh, VR Christmas. for Christmas? Yeah, I mean, it's like, that's it. I'm never leaving the house. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to stay there. We'll there never go- see you again. No, you never will. Our, po- our next Christmas podcast will be just silence for an hour. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if you can all join me in cyberspace <laughs> since I'm just going to be permanently moving there. So, <laughs> and then that way anybody can join us in cyberspace and like you know beat the crap out of us virtually mm-hmm. because you know we'll we'll be like you know full 3D entities in cyberspace, mm-hmm. hopefully. I'm just continuously right. getting that's run that's over what by a tank in the Taught me anyway. Surely, Lawnmower Man was onto something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That and what? Uh, Do what I get a Tron helmet? I want a Tron helmet. Tron helmet. Do you want an identity cool, disc yeah. too? Sure. Okay. Anything that's Done. shiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything that reflects. And Free Jack. And, uh, and Johnny Mnemonic. Oh, yes. Johnny Actually, Mnemonic. the Johnny Mnemonic virtual reality headset looks a lot like <laughs> Oculus Rift. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw a photo of it not too long ago, and I was just like, man, okay, that was really, really prophetic, <laughs> um, the way they set that it's up. the only thing that was prophetic about Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, well, except yeah. for the suggestion that Keanu would one day be a sci-fi action star. Yes, actually, yeah. That, yeah Just that, not then. Mm-hmm, yeah. Certainly not then. He really, really tried with that monologue towards the end, though. I mean, it's like they, they gave him a chance to do a monologue, and he gave it his best shot, but yeah. he just fell flat on his face. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be doing Poor, that. Poor, lonely yeah. Keanu. I yeah, love Keanu. Yeah. Also, out of the customer electronics show, my favorite, the steam machines. Oh, like yeah, lots of steam 13 machines. 13 builds, I believe, wasn't yep, 13 it? 13 of them. Yeah, that's a lot of steam machines. And the cheapest one is like what? Forty nine, I think. Five hundred bucks, and the yeah. most expensive one is like what? Fifteen hundred? Oh yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. Didn't, so. didn't they want to have one around four hundred? Well, there are some that haven't been priced yet. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if they plan to. Release yeah, but the more, ones but yeah. that they did price range okay. from five hundred to fifteen hundred. So. And right. I was really looking forward to steam machines because I want to take advantage of Steam's ridiculously low prices. <laughs> compared to, you know, consoles. But I am such a console person that the computer-mouse thing is not a huge... I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. But so there's the Valve get... Steam controller with its crazy disk yeah. system. So that was all I thought. I get it. I'll get a Steam box, and then I'll be happy. I get Steam and a console. But after looking at their price points, I think I might just buy a gaming rig. It can mm. do other things. I can get yeah. a whole PC for $1,500 that will yeah, also exactly. run Photoshop. We can write our reviews, <laughs> write... After we've played the game, when our rage is still in our minds, that's what I do anyway. Do you yeah, like fresh sleep rage. on it or something? Um, I actually usually am up at about three or four a.m. writing it while my rage is keeping me awake, and gotcha. then I just pass out, and then gotcha. I wake up the next morning and figure out what it, what I said and whether or not somebody in the magazine wants to kill me. Mm. Oh, so no, you no. write angry, okay? Mm. Well, that, well, that explains some angry. things. Okay, yeah, rage writing. Okay, 
Not yeah. to be confused with drunk writing, which is <laughs> always entertaining, but not often all that coherent. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I'm too tired and I just wander off. That, that's a good thing that you don't do it, though. We don't want you drunk writing. No, you don't. But um, was anyone else at this table actually interested in purchasing a steam machine? No. No. So it's just me? It's just you. I've already got a PC yeah, that you're, can run Steam. <laughs> the only thing I need now is once I get uh, my PS3 controller to work through my PC and I just have to download well, a program for that, then I'm set. See, that's the thing. is Now I'm thinking I'll just buy a personal computer. I will set it up so I can run Steam games, but I can also run Photoshop and you know Studio Max and stuff because mm-hmm. why pay $1,500 for just the console now? Might as well just spend that money, buy a whole computer, and then just buy a USB controller. Well, why don't you just wait in this Sony rental system and then you can just do that? That's the exact same situation. I don't want to rent. I want to buy. The only thing I can think the Steam machine would be good for is if you want local play. And you don't want to have everybody just build a LAN. Mm, Okay. And that's a really specific thing in this day and age. Yeah. I mean, I think local play is a great thing and needs to stay alive, but the console market as it is already sustains that. Mm. You've got... I mean, you've got fighting games that are still very strong on consoles. I don't know if there's... But that's all that's strong on consoles in, the, in local play. Like, everything else is online. Maybe Mario Party or something? Eh, did you play the last Mario Party? I haven't played Mario Party since the first one. Yeah, don't. Okay. The last one was awful. But yeah, other than Nintendo, it doesn't seem like Xbox and PlayStation are really keeping local alive but at all. No, just fighting games. Yeah, just fighting games. Yeah, just fighting games, I guess. Oh, well. I might... No, I won't purchase a Steam machine anymore. I'll just buy a computer. <laughs> wow, okay. You just got talked out of it. Okay. I did, I did. I and mean, I looked at the specs. I'm like, you know what? I'll, why not just buy a computer? It can do so much more than what a box plugged to my TV would do anyway. I think it's a neat idea, the idea that they have a console tied to this program, to this thing, and it would sort of un, it would sort of unify it, but I'm not sure who they're going to be marketing it to. I assume they're marketing... I don't know. Yeah. They're marketing it to people who have friends on Steam they can't play with? That's the only thing I don't like is I have so many friends that are playing PC and I can't play with them because I'm on PS3. We just don't connect. Hmm. Then just get on PS4 and make a whole bunch of new friends. Or Xbox Live if you, know, no, you, you. want to hang out with the misogynistic I'll, I'll stay away from Xbox Live. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not safe for girls on Xbox Live. We've actually been on not Xbox for anybody. Yeah. It's, it's like- safe for dude bros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they do fine. Yeah, yeah. Actually, dude, bros do okay on Xbox. I don't Live. live nearly enough to do that. It's it's just everybody else that's not safe on Xbox Live. It's <laughs> just oh, that's so sad. Yeah, anyway. This podcast was brought to you by Xbox Live. <laughs> Thank you, Microsoft. <laughs> I don't feel safe. <laughs> All right, I believe uh, Wayne and Phil have something they want oh, to talk what, about. No, does, doesn't Phil have some news? Oh yeah, no, have, Phil's got I some news. news. One news story, if you wanted to talk he, about he it, he does have a news which story. Which was just that uh, we owe him a news story. That, yeah, yeah. We, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought Michael him. Bay was his news story. No, no that was no. a big thing. I really enjoyed that we talked about that. But no, the only, <laughs> the, yeah, the uh, the only sort of uh, in the sort of uh, comic book uh, television slash movie oh, world that we got this right. week is that they uh, announced the director for that long. Everyone bow their heads in silence because this is not going to go well. The long gestating Commissioner Gordon TV series that's coming together. They've hired. The director for it, and his name is Danny Cannon, and he's better known for the terrible uh, Judge Dredd uh, movie with Sylvester Stallone, and I still know what you did last summer. The oh. sequel, I know what you did last summer. But it also said that he did some pilots for CSI. Yeah, for that, CSI. That was successful. Yeah, but not good. Yeah, okay. So that's so... Um, they didn't do the I still, still know what you did last summer, which was the third part. That's right. They did horrible. do a third one. It was even worse. But oh. as far as I'm concerned... He's the first major creative person they've hired, and if that's the direction they're going in, it's pretty well our worst yep. fears of it being just a disastrous, pointless. Uh, I do not want series. Jim Gordon ripping off his shirt and shouting, "I am the law." Yeah, it's just no, no, you don't, no, no, I don't, no, I don't want to see that. Yeah, no one wants like that's that. going to happen, and uh, it's a real shame because they have that Gotham Central series that's perfect that they could pull full storylines and characters from, but. Uh, no, Batman Year One. It's like all they had to I do know. was just read that comic. But they already like, have a cartoon of Batman Year One, wasn't it last year or two years two ago? Two years ago, yeah, maybe three now actually. So mm. they might not want to do that. Yeah, but no, they do. They do want to do that. Yeah, like if, no, if they want to make giant sackfuls of money. But well, I, that's not. This doesn't sound like it's going to go in that direction. Yeah, I don't think they will. Maybe tiny, tiny pouches of money. Yeah, yeah, I think. Tiny pouches of cancellation probably mm. what's going to happen. Not so tiny. Yeah. What's in your pouch? Ooh, cancellation. Yeah. Giant pages yeah. of fan rage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just 
Yeah, back when mail was a physical thing. Exactly. As opposed to like, you know, megabytes and gigabytes of hate mail now from you know, exactly. like, like why did you guys do that? You wrecked James Gordon. You guys suck. <laughs> Which must be at least what ninety five percent of the time of the NSA agents. Uh, yeah. Work days spent reading. It's, it's just, just yeah, internet it's just, yeah, internet, yeah. internet hate mail is like, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you guys are just a bunch of terrorists. And then, you know, like after that, it's like, yeah, yeah. the NSA has to be all over them. Like, they probably no, go actually, home and cry just... in their pillows at night. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody hates us. They then... spend all their time uh, reading World of Warcraft chat transcripts. I think most of them are insane by now. Mm-hmm. 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 So anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up so that we could all officially stop. Have a moment stop of silence. Really, yeah, remotely yeah. interested in that. Yeah. I didn't even know what this was over. when I came in here. Yeah. New Batman show. Not a shame. Yeah. Well, it doesn't... We've talked about it a few times. Yeah, yeah we have, yeah. actually. G- yeah. New Jim Gordon show. Yeah. Can't but say I'm particularly excited. I, I was intrigued, but... I was, I but it's yeah, over But after now. this, it's like, yeah. no, yeah, it's, it's like, Maybe it's going to be like CSI with yeah. Jim Gordon. No, I, yeah. Uh, well, God, I know. That's probably what it's going to be. I'm sure within the Law next week, Gotham City. week or two, they'll announce David Caruso is going to play James Gordon. Oh, dear. That'll be the no, end no, no, of they need, that. No, no, they need other washed-up old actors. Right now, they have Ted Danson in CSI. Oh, do they really? He's in there? He's their lead right now. Yeah. He's better than well, that. Everybody does know his name. Though. Well, they're getting all sorts of actor of of bigger name actors and stuff like that in Law and Order. They got uh, Jeff Goldblum in one of the Law and Orders now, the bad one. And no, 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 it got canceled when he took over. Okay, it was canceled. Oh. Like pretty well, year every actor over. was in a Law and Order at some point. Yeah, they're always the murderer or the victim. Yeah, Kevin Smith was in a Law and Order. He was. Yes, yeah. he was. Actually. Okay, you can watch that on YouTube. It's bizarre. He was. Yeah, it's bizarre. So anyway, so that's this is that. what happens when you don't watch TV, I guess. Because yeah. I was just like so out of the loop on all this stuff. So. You're not horribly deprived for being so. No. Okay, no, mm-hmm. I, I cut the cable on this stuff years ago. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I'll check out Law and Order Gotham City. I'll, I'll try the pilot out and okay. we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, I'll watch it, but I won't be happy about it. Mm-hmm. You'll watch it and then you'll rage and write about it, yeah, right? Yeah, probably. That sounds yes. about right. Okay, oh. so <laughs> now we're we're. Okay, so that's news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that is news. Yeah, that is news. news. Yeah. That's the end of that. Okay, so now we're going to get on to the rant, which you know, mm-hmm. like I, I hinted at last week when Phil wasn't here, that potentially mm-hmm. Phil was going to kill me when we got to this rant. Uh oh. So, I love rants. So, so this this particular rant is <laughs> like, okay, so you know, it's like I, I have been, you know, it's like I read uh, a bunch of Grant Morrison Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like over Christmas vacation, and um, there was some stuff in there that I liked and other stuff where I was like, yeah, Grant Morrison is not necessarily the greatest Batman writer around. Mm-hmm. So me and Phil are going to go and do okay, this Okay, so what, what was the problem? What okay, so like my, yeah, my, okay, my, my biggest issue is that, you know, it's like I, I love Grant Morrison and mm-hmm. I think that the stuff that he's done with The Invisibles and mm-hmm. with All-Star Superman mm-hmm. and with um, Filth, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the stuff where he gets like really, really wacky and out there, mm-hmm. that is like amazing Grant Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um, I took issue with um, the particular storyline where you know it's like yeah batman got hurtled back through time oh yeah and was okay well that's fighting the weakest, his way back oh yeah you know, that's like, the weakest part of the entire it's like yeah i, I sure. read that whole thing and it was just like i i think that you know it's like grant morrison is at his best mm. um when he is bringing a human element to mm. what is largely a fantastical kind of setting and mm. like you know stuff like when he's doing the justice league or when he's doing you know it's like all-star superman that's mm. amazing because that stuff is just so wacky and out there mm-hmm. but he still manages to ground it a bit mm. so that you know you you read it and you go, okay, most of this is unbelievable, but there's mm-hmm. still a grain of humanity in there. Mm-hmm. Um, my issue with the whole, like, you know, the, the, the dark side, you know, mm-hmm. it's like attack, you know, Batman taking care of dark side and then mm-hmm. getting flung backwards through time itself was, mm-hmm. it was just, it was, it was just almost too much of trying to bring humanity into something which was just inherently fantastical oh, yeah. and silly. Oh, no, I and, agree. You know, it's like, my least favorite part of Oh, you're, so, you're oh, we're, oh, yeah, we're not yeah, going to yeah. fight about no, this? Oh, no, it's like, okay, I, I no, totally no, no, thought that no, you were going to, like, you know, sock me no. out about this. I, like, I, I, I do, I, it, the first time I read that particular section of it, uh-huh. that's The Return of Bruce Wayne, I, I actively disliked it. Okay. I read it again and I liked it more because what I think is interesting about it is that that whole run of Graham Morrison's long, epic run on Batman is mm-hmm. all about sort of deconstructing the character and going through the history and sort of reclaiming things and yeah. finding a way to reconstitute all Batmans that have ever existed into a single Batman. What I like about, I agree, all the dark side stuff, especially when it gets into the sort of like, you know, bending time aspect, yeah. that I just, that represents to me Grant Morrison is worse when he just comes up with this incredibly complex idea he finds fascinating and cannot articulate it and he mm-hmm. just spends pages and pages trying to explain something that I don't even think he quite understands. <laughs> so that and that and that is the and that is the worst aspect of that. What I like about that run is when it when he takes Bruce Wayne through history mm-hmm. is seeing 
it's very specific what he chose. You yeah. see Bruce Wayne as a caveman, and yeah. it, which it, which is Batman is just pure instinct. Mm-hmm. Like I love when he like kill, kills the bat and starts wearing the bat without yeah. realizing what he's doing, or the bit when all the cavemen are saying their names and they're all, all their names are basically their primary emotion. And one guy says, "I'm Joker" because he's mm-hmm. the funny one. Yeah, and Batman growls. Yeah. that was funny. That was yeah. a good joke. But then from there, from there, from there on. It's they're all sort of characters that are a representation of literary figures that were the forebears to who Batman is. Yeah. So he plays a pirate. Yeah, he he's plays a cowboy. A, a cowboy. Yeah, he plays a detective. He's a forties detective. Yeah. And I found that just as a like from so a literary the white, geek the, uh, standpoint. Hmm? He's basically the guys who did Men at Work or um YMCA. YMCA, yes, except he doesn't play an Indian, he plays a cowboy. But other than that, all covered. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's not a gay biker at any point. Oh. Other than that, yes, most of the YMCA are in there. But, uh, and yeah, and so I thought that was fun just as a literary idea, certainly. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I, I found it interesting, but yeah. on the whole, it didn't really Oh, no, that's work. the worst it was, part. It was way too cosmic for me. It was just totally. Like, Batman does not belong here. Totally. Trying to ground Batman in this context does not work. Totally. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it didn't, it, it, and I didn't, and that also all ties into Final Crisis, which I deliberately didn't lead to you, which mm. is technically, lend to you, which is technically part of the, Batman story arc, mm-hmm. but I just find Final Crisis as a whole just almost impenetrable. Okay. So, yes. Yeah. No, I agree. That's the weakest part of this. Okay. The best stuff comes before and the best stuff comes after. That's why I deliberately mm-hmm. sent that to you with this first chunk of books, so you just get that one out of the way. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah because, yeah, because, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, I was, I was reading the other stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, yeah, you know, it's like the, the stuff with, you know, it's like, you know, Batman and Damien, and, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. all, all of Their those things. Their relationship's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, Batman, rest in peace, there was like, you know, just yeah. a lot of really interesting stuff yeah. going on there, and then I get to Batman is flung back in time and is yeah. trying to make his way back, and it just it all kind of fell apart at it this did. point. And it was like, yeah, this this really would have been better served as a plot line in The Invisibles or yeah. you know, one of the other really crazy Grant Morrison stories, yeah. as opposed to trying to stick Batman in here and making it work because it didn't. Definitely, so, you know, it's my least favorite part. The only yeah. thing reason why the only two, there are, yeah, the only two reasons why I'm fine with it is a that, like I said, going through the literary history, which I think is a compelling idea, yeah. and b. Um, because the Grant Morrison Batman arc is about incorporating all areas of Batman, <laughs> the cosmic '60s era, Batman was a part of. Yeah, and this and Final Crisis and that was Grant Morrison's attempt to revive that. That stuff that he adores. I don't even really like that stuff in the '60s. Okay, no, I mean I I, do <laughs> like, I, 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 I actually do like the okay. crazy cosmic new gods, you yeah. know, Kirby era stuff. You know, it's like yeah. I find all that fascinating. It's yeah. just Batman has no place there. That's Definitely, all. and certainly uh, in the Justice League JLA stories that Grant yeah. Morrison did. There's a much better representation of Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas when you take him and put him on his own, he does feel out of place. You yeah. kind of need Superman's Flash in there to balance it. Yeah, out. I mean, yeah. When, yeah. If, if you're going to be doing the big crazy cosmic stuff, you know, it's like all yeah. the rest of the Justice League is fine, and then Batman is the human element that adds, you know, it's like some grounding to it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, having just Batman himself as that human element when everything else is mm. just, you know, it's like completely out there and cosmic. It mm. just. It, it just wasn't enough. It didn't feel very balanced to me Totally. At all, so. There are individual issues I really love, though. When he fights Jonah Hex as mm-hmm. Cowboy Batman. Yeah. That was good stuff. And, and, and certain parts of that, but I agree. That's the weakest part. Okay. That's the weak link in the entire All right, run. so yeah, I, so, I really thought that we were going no, to no, close no. over this. No, 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 oh, no. Okay, in so fact, no. I'm surprised. Right. I thought I had warned you before I gave yeah. it to you that that was the weakest one. Yeah. So I should have. That's my fault. The table okay. remains unflipped. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Exactly. No, we're like, good. We're yeah, good. I'm not no gonna, mics are getting dropped. I'm not, yeah, no, I'm not going to bend that. I'm still I'm not 100% sure what happens that last issue, okay. to be perfectly honest with you. And I've read it several times. Yeah, that, yeah. But that I'm, just glad that it's, uh, I'm just glad that he wrapped it up so that it's over. Can <laughs> <laughs> Get on with the better yeah. Batman stories. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, but, so. I mean, like, the no, the best stuff is, like, uh, the League of Heroes that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, with yeah. all the retired. Yes, okay, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah there, there was some really, really good stuff That's that was really going fun. on. Yeah, there, there's yeah, this yeah. really fun yeah. one where he, like, revives this old League of Heroes that Batman was a part of that are all these sort of forgotten 60s heroes and oh. they get back together on an on a, on an island and all the other heroes are really pissed off and jealous of Batman because he became a famous superhero and didn't help any of them and never came back to the League of Heroes and uh, all the flashbacks are done in the style of a 60s comic nice. with like the point the ink point dot and the yeah. and then uh, and then yeah and then they start and then there's like an Agatha Christie murder mystery yeah and then people start dying all yeah. over the place and they're like Batman help yeah. us and that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's the good grand yeah. and Batman stuff yeah for sure for sure so no 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 fight today I'm okay. afraid alright yeah but you oh, and after I hinted at it last week and everything, I, know. Like, I, thought, yeah, I thought you were going to like punch me out over saying no, that. No, no, okay. I'm with you 100%. All right. Yeah. Maybe sorry, next folks. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry about yeah. that. Crisis averted. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my, no, no, no. 
Sorry. Okay. No fight today. Oh, All man. right. Yeah. Then we'll move on okay. to Lone Survivor. Oh, yeah, Lone Survivor. So, <laughs> Which yeah. was genius, and I think uh, that this is the greatest film God. ever made, and anybody that doesn't agree with me well, is a poopy. I had to ask You're you, though. just wrong. Who is yeah. the fourth guy out of the little two? Because I keep seeing a guy who looks like Jack Black, but it's not Jack Black. Oh, God, the big beard? Yeah. That's Ben Foster. Okay. He's an amazing actor. He, um, what's some of the stuff he was in? He was in The Messenger. I don't know if you ever saw The Messenger with Woody Harrelson. Um, he was in... I'm blanking, but he's yeah. an excellent actor. And he, it's all you've got, the messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's been in other stuff. He was going to play Kurt Cobain, but then he didn't. And I don't know. If you throw him in IMDb, I'm sure you'll recognize right. something that he's in. But anyways, yeah, Lone Survivor. So this is a um, sort of Afghan war set action movie by Peter Berg, the illustrious director of Battleship. Oh, right. Yes. So you know that this is coming from, you know, it's yeah. like a, a pedigree with yes. a respectable mm. lineage. Big, big yeah. stamp of quality. Yeah. Big stamp right of quality. There, yeah. And Battleship had a military porn angle, and this is just him doing straight on full military porn, nothing else. And it's sort of uh, loosely based on a true story of four uh, American soldiers played by... Uh, Ben Foster and, and um, like every and, picture I looked at had four soldiers and I looked yeah. at your who's yeah. starring and it was yeah. only three names I'm like who is the other guy <laughs> yeah he's the character actor but you should look him up because it's bugging I'm me because there's lots right of now, stuff actually. you'd recognize him for sure there's Trey lots will of look like a mess but um, so yeah it's um, uh, Mark Wahlberg uh, Taylor Kitsch who was also in Battleship and John Carter and um, uh, and Emil Hirsch and Ben Foster, and so they yeah play these four soldiers who go in to uh, assassinate this evil Taliban leader who you know is evil because they play uh, vaguely uh, racist evil Middle Eastern music every time he appears. Mm. Basically, like a less subtle version of the uh, the Mandarin, um, if you oh, can imagine yeah. a less subtle version. Um, so yeah, so you know that he's got to die because they play the the scary music every time you see him. So they go in to kill him. They're positioned on a mountaintop, awaiting orders from the mountain where they're at. They can get no radio or cell phone reception. So they're cut off from their commanders. A few uh, goat farmers, uh, Afghan goat farmers, find them. They try to kidnap them. They're not sure what to do because they think they're involved with the Taliban. Maybe not. They're not sure if they should kill them or and, or just let them go and abandon a mission. They elect to let them go and abandon the mission. Surprise, surprise. They are actually connected with the Taliban. And all of a sudden, a full army of uh, Taliban insurgent fighters are attacking our four heroes on a mountaintop. Now, as an action movie, um, it's it's not that bad. The, there's it's about a, a solid forty five minutes or an hour to an action of action once it gets going, and it's fairly exciting and so forth. And the cast are all decent. I think like Wahlberg and uh, Neil Hirsch are both actually quite good actors who are just um, by virtue of the fact they're movie stars don't often get the chance to show it. And Ben Foster, even though I can't think of anything else he's been in at the moment, is an excellent, excellent actor. The problem is what I alluded to slightly before, which is just the um, racism and propaganda nature of the movie, which is really, really unfortunate. Basically, all of the um, Afghani characters in the film are either presented as just pure, raw, evil, must-be-killed, must-be-stopped. If you machine-gun them down, excellent. Machine-gun more if you can. Or impossibly pious, perfect uh, uh, farmers. Who, uh, towards the end, help uh, Mark Wahlberg, who, as the title suggests, is the lone survivor. That's a big spoiler right in the title. Um, and uh, and uh, they're all presented as yeah beautiful and great, and they wear they dress in white as opposed to the black that the evil guys wear, so you can tell the difference. Oh. And, uh, wow, really? They yeah. actually went that far? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. And then wow. when they and then and then they protect Wahlberg uh, for no reason, and then when they start dying, you don't really care because they're still they're brown. So I mean, even if oh. they're good, they're not as evil. They're not as good as the white heroes. And and the. Uh, and yeah, and that's sort of the and yeah, and that's the big my big problem with it is it's oversimplified and propagandistic, and it's just really frustrating to so like, watch. When when you watch this, does this just make you want to go out and buy U.S. war bonds? A little to like, bit, you know, help yeah. The effort and all a little that. bit. Like, is Rosie yeah. the Riveter in there saying it's like, remember, kids, only you can fight evil Middle Eastern terrorism? <laughs> a little bit, exactly. So. It's like that. But the problem is, like, you can't really make those type of war movies anymore because, like, if you do it with World War II that's one thing because you're not going to find a lot of people to claim that you're demonizing Nazis <laughs> but 
with the current war, there's a lot more gray area there as to whether or not the U.S. should even be there. Well, that's only if you do all that evil stuff like reading. Yeah, and thinking. You know, it's like, yeah. But, you know, it's like if you're a good, decent, honest, God-fearing American, then you know that it is exactly yeah. that black and white and exactly. everybody who's not American deserves to die. Exactly. So. And, and like, and Says the then, visible minority. At yeah, the exactly. Exactly. Just, just, just kill them all and let God, the exactly. one true white God, sort them out. <laughs> so there's just this eagle that's standing there and just crying. Is that mm-hmm. is that what I'm expecting? No, it's an eagle with a machine gun taking out everybody else. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. He's just crying from all that smoke emanating from his gun barrel as he righteously Mm -hmm. kills all enemies. Yes, you know that's what you do for sure. Yeah, but at the same time, (laughs) but at the same time, like I understand that particularly a country with war propaganda is going to exist, and the reason I'm, I'm I'm particularly upset about it is just that the way that Hollywood breaks down now is like at least in the 70s when we were in a very similar situation with Vietnam when we when America was in a very similar situation with Vietnam you would get like John Wayne movies like the Green Beret that were about as racist as this but then you'd also get like MASH or Apocalypse Now or something and you were allowed to have an alternative viewpoint at this point the only war movies are made are this and another big thing with it being a video game magazine is that this movie is clearly targeted directly at the Call of Duty audience. Oh, There's, it's filled oh, with no. with crosshair point of view shots and and camera shots of, of planes launching missiles that look exactly like the game. And these games have the exact same problems. So we can say this right is, now. So we can say this is the second the second video game tied movie that Mark Wahlberg has been in, right? Yep. Pretty well. Is Wait, it better than Max Payne? Yeah. Oh, Max Payne. Yeah, I would, right. say, it's, I would oh. say it's better than Max Payne just because Max Payne was an abortion. And also, should, and also should have been a good movie because those Max Payne games take so much from mm-hmm. movies. They didn't do anything from the Max Payne games. I know. It's so frustrating on so many levels. There's like two good scenes in the Max Payne movie. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's horrendous. And that's debatable. Mm-hmm. It's horrendous. This one's slightly better than that because, like I said, the action scenes are fairly well done and the cast is, is all strong. Even Wahlberg was fucking lost in Max Payne. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that the, the only way you can enjoy that is if you can turn your brain off and ignore all the racism. And I'm sure there are plenty of people that will be able to do that. Whether or not they should be allowed to see a movie is a reasonable question. Um, so, so yeah. And, and the other thing is that, like, if this were just marketed as, like, the U.S. military presents Lone Survivor... Then it would be more excusable. This is presented as a big, serious movie. More importantly, a movie that they're hoping would win, like, Oscars and so forth, which it won't, thank God. But, so, yeah, I would just, so, (laughs) it's not, like, the worst movie I've ever seen, but it is one of the more offensive, offensively racist military movies I've ever seen. So I would definitely say do do not even consider watching it. Um, And, uh, yeah, and, 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 Sadly, this kicks off the uh, the late winter uh, dearth of, of terrible, terrible Hollywood movies that will coming up, be coming out over the next two months while they sort of hope all the good movies that came out for Oscar season before Christmas uh, make money, and now they just slip out all the stuff they're embarrassed of on the side. So Get what's the next one? Okay. Um, I think next week, I probably won't review it for here because you'll understand why when I say it is that it's the the uh, Zac Efron comedy oh right yeah. so yeah uh, so that's yeah. gonna be what? horrendous yeah. and um, and and, uh, and the Paranormal Activity 5 movie came out last week that kind of kicked it off although I didn't hate that one five no, I was you surprised didn't. you didn't you hate did it actually hate it. I didn't hate it no because they changed the formula which they really really needed to do it's, there's not a single scene where there's just a camera pointed <gasps> at a bed with wait is it still found footage though yeah because I thought it was more well I thought they were taking a different approaches and it wasn't going to be so oh, much no, found of course it's, it's different found footage. Yeah, it's, but it's different. not boring found footage. Where it's just pointed at a couch for like twenty. No, it was minutes. basically their version of Chronicle. Okay, I can with do that. like a demon possession instead of him being a super. I would actually watch that. I hate the Paranormal Activity movies. It's not horrendous. I fa- I like the first Paranormal Activity it was movie so boring. and the third one and this one. So I think they are on a reverse Star Trek pattern where the odd number of Paranormal Activity. Movies so seven will be great, movie. but six will suck. Yeah. All right. That's my guess. That's my guess. If we get to Paranormal Activity 10, I'm just ready to yeah, cash it. It could happen. Yeah. It could go it that could. far. It's not impossible. Yeah. It really, really isn't. So anyway, yeah, Lone Survivor, don't see that. Go see Her or Gravity or... or Wolf play of the Wall video Street. game Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Instead. Wolf of Wall Street was incredible. There's a lot of good stuff to see. Don't waste your time with this. And if you really want to see a Mark Wahlberg war movie, watch Three Kings because that was actually That was a good movie. And very critical of the U.S. military complex because it was made before the second Iraq war. It's made about the first Iraq war, but it may as well be about the second one because they're pretty well the same thing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, 
that's that. Don't see it. And, uh, yeah. Watchman Plan. Should we get onto that? All right. All right. Has anybody been playing anything? I can kick uh, it off. Yeah, I got. Um, I picked up a used copy of Infamous Two. Um, oh, I never played it all. what do you think of yeah, Infamous Two? Yeah, because I never played it all the way through, and I want to okay. get prepped for yeah. the new Infamous. That's what I'm going to buy my PS4 is in okay. time for that. Yeah. So um, I've yeah I've been really enjoying it thus far. So I mean, what what made you sort of lose your way the first time you tried playing it? Then oh 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 well, I see. Um, well I I got in the Infamous party late. I got it when we were gifted the free games when. Uh, uh, Anonymous hacked the PlayStation Network. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so I got that, and uh, so Infamous 2 came out when I was in the middle of it, and I beat the first one, and mm-hmm. then I beat it again as the villain, Right. and then I was infamous out, oh, and okay. then other games came out. Yeah. And I played some of it with like a friend of mine, and I played the demo and so forth, and I knew it was good, I just... <laughs> It was just one of the, it just got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, these things happen. So I'm finally I'm finally in it now, and I'm having a great time. It I mean it's so similar to the first one that I am excited that they've changed the formula by the mm-hmm. looks of it for the next one. Still on your first important. playthrough, or are you going through? Yes, I'm okay. doing I'm doing all the good decisions first, and then yep. I'll go back to all the evil decisions. Yep. And it's and and because I beat it both ways the first time, I can I, I guess I get two different openings as well. It seemed because when like it came up, it was mm-hmm. it had saved all my progress from previous game and said, "Do you want to do good or evil?" Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. we're going straight good this time. To evil next time yeah having a great time it's yeah like i said it's pretty well same formula but it wasn't broke so there was no need to fix right. it except yeah. you know the scales obviously a lot larger the animations are more impressive some of the the boss battles with the giant oh yeah creatures have been amazing yeah that was they, a cool those, those get pretty crazy actually mm-hmm. not, yeah i'd forgotten about those but Definitely. now that you mentioned them it's like, i enjoyed yeah, the he- i've enjoyed the humor i've enjoyed the increased powers i like flinging cars around at people that's Isn't a lot that of fun, fun. Yeah. yeah it's a lot of fun never not boring um, yeah, so I yeah I'm getting a big kick out of it, but uh, yeah, I, and uh, and I'm getting particularly excited for the third one simply because any problems I have with it were just sort of due to repetition. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed the Elvis sidekick the first time. Mm-hmm. This time I'm kind of like <laughs> he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's cool, but it, how many fake Elvis jokes are gonna do yeah. right? How was that so. guy's name again? It was like Zach or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Zeke. 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 Zeke was his Zeke. name. Yeah. That's it, Zeke. Um, I got and actually then, that whole game. And then there's bizarre uh, superhero love triangles coming up, which yeah, are yeah, that, intriguing. That, that gets a little <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and just a pure like uh, play level, It's yeah, I really enjoy what they're doing. And I, yeah. and, and it it I is a playground wait. of destruction with superpowers. It truly is. It truly is, which is what I enjoyed last time and what I'm enjoying yeah. this time. And, uh, yeah, it's getting me you all You should also try Saints Row 4 at some point. Then, yeah. If you like the crazy open world superhero stuff. I do, indeed. Yeah, well, then, yeah, you will enjoy Saints Row 4. Mm, okay. Because it's insane. Is it? What yeah, kind it of superpowers do you have in that? Just, like, whatever you can imagine. You also get a dubstep gun. Ooh. Yes, and the dubstep gun. Yeah, nice. but you know, it's like yeah, you've got telekinesis. You're setting people on fire. You're freezing them. You're hurling them into walls. You're, you're running up buildings. Yourself, yeah. You're running, running as fast up buildings. As the flash. You're just yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy the amount of superpowers that you have in Saints Row Four. Wicked. And it's like you know just raunchy and so politically incorrect. Nice. And there are so many um, pop culture jokes and references. Oh yeah. In there. Sounds- and they really make fun of Mass Effect 3 a lot, or just yeah. the Mass Effect series nice. in general. So. That sounds right up my alley in yeah. a lot of ways. So, so I may go to that next, or I, I may like just buy the PlayStation 4. Yeah, you could. Yeah, we'll see. You could. But anyway, mm-hmm. really, I'm really enjoying that. And, uh, yeah, um, I think, uh, I, think I, I don't think I'm going to be uh, a non-PS4 owner much longer. I'm getting antsy about it. Okay. The problem is you can't find them still. Joining the herd. Anywhere. Just, you know, yeah. I've even keep, considered Keep an it. eye out on mm. Amazon or one of those other Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. I've yeah. seen that, like, Amazon's ever saying, like, on January 15th yeah. or something, new shipment's coming in. Yeah. So, so I'll, 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 I'm sure within the next month or two, I'll come in raving about how great that is. Okay. Wait to the party. And then you'll buy Tomb Raider, the definitive edition, because there will be nothing else to play. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, I'll probably. Yeah, I was hoping that Evil Within would come out, but apparently yeah, not. No. That was a fake release date that I saw. So yeah, I mm. think. Yeah, I, I I think if I when I get it, I may get. Um, I don't know. Maybe get. I never got uh, Infamous, and I saw that it's available on that with with increased graphics. What Infamous? Yeah, no, DC you're wrong. Game? Uh, oh, injustice! Injustice! injustice. Damn, it, don't, damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Confuse me. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> my, there for my fault. My infamous fault. is like no, that's not. What no, no, no. Like. I will be getting the yeah, the yeah, new okay. infamous when that comes up. But yeah, I think injustice is probably what I get just because I never got that, and that would be a good excuse. To have it's good. Damn, okay. characters. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can just like get Lego Marvel superheroes and play it again. Yeah. Exactly. If you really wanted to. That's the thing. Is anything I'm going to get now would be a game I've already played. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, but anywho, yep, that's what I've been playing. Okay. Wayne, 
Um, I've actually started playing a couple of things, um, mostly out of um, a desperate attempt, which will probably fail, mm. to not buy um, Tomb Raider the Definitive Edition mm-hmm. at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I just keep staring at my PS4. It's like, mm-hmm. play something new. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it keeps not happening. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, I've started playing um, Binary Domain. Ooh. That was free on PlayStation Plus, and uh-huh. I just never got around to actually playing it. Um, are you guys at all aware of what Binary Domain is? I've heard things. It's hilarious. Okay, yeah. so Binary Domain, which I am actually trying to play the way that it was intended, uh-huh. it's, it is a shooter, but oh, it's yeah. a shooter that also involves that you get, like, a headset of some kind. In my case, I'm just using my um, Bluetooth headset that I would use when communicating with my friends on the PS3 mm-hmm. and you are supposed to talk to your teammates in the game using the headset you're supposed to issue orders mm-hmm. and you know it's like when they ask you to help them you can accept or you can refuse these are virtual teammates yeah virtual okay. teammates you can even flirt with the female Ooh, hey. teammates and, and they will respond if you start complimenting them and saying things like I love you except that the hilarious part is the voice recognition in this game is really not that great, mm-hmm. so your best chance of being understood by it is to speak like a robot. So going, I love you, is like <laughs> that, uh, that doesn't quite have the same... You know, Isn't like there a French thing. robot in the game? Uh, the, well, there, there are plenty of robots. I mean, like, you know, the, the whole premise of the game is that you know, it's like Tokyo has somehow been taken over by a bunch of Terminator-style robots. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like they're, they're all basically humanoid-shaped. Some of them can pass for human, and some of them don't. You know, it's like obviously the more warrior-oriented ones. So you're like this crack team of international operatives that have been sent into Tokyo to lay the smack down on the robots. And while you're doing that, you're communicating with your teammates. I remember this game. It was yeah. weird. Yeah, so I've started playing that, and I'm not very far into it. But, um, yeah, interacting with your teammates is... You know, hilarious and strange, and does not work very well. But I'm still giving it the old college try, and um, you know, it's like trying to make it happen. You don't like interacting with real people. No, exactly. So, so you know, it's like interacting with fake people is you know just as unfun as it is interacting with real people. Mm-hmm. But um, that's one game that I've started, which I'm in the middle of playing. Um, the other game which I've started again out of sheer desperation. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, I shouldn't say that because it's actually pretty good. It's just unbelievably hard. Is don't starve on the PS4, which is also free on the PS4 if you have PlayStation Plus. And this is a roguelike. So if you guys don't know what that means, it's a randomly generated environment with absolutely no hand-holding where it's basically learning... It's trial by death. You know, it's like it just dumps you in there. It doesn't explain anything. It doesn't even give you the standard tutorial explaining what the buttons do or anything like that. So you just get in and try and figure out how to hunt how to not starve, how to eventually defend yourself against the various creatures that will come for you. And, I mean, you could you could cheat and just, you know, it's like go on the internet and start reading guides because this game has been out on PC for a while and yeah. it's only just debuting on the PS4. Or you can be stupid and try and play it the way I am, which is to just try and learn everything, which involves a lot of dying. So I heard that there is a beard-based mechanic in the game. Yes, yes. Somehow, growing beards is involved. I haven't actually lived long enough to get to the point where beard growing is something that I can do. Like, I, I think so far my best attempt has been like surviving up to day five or something like that. That's as far as I've gotten. Mm-hmm. And then usually I'll, uh, I'll either get killed by starvation or I will not light a fire fast enough when night Rome comes around and the things in the dark will just kill me because I did not realize that when it gets pitch black you just you know apparently your odds of successfully lighting the fire go down to nearly zero at that point so, it's almost as if you need to see a fire yeah. see a fire yeah. Yeah, so I'll be running around going it's like I want to light this fire but then it's just things start attacking me and I can't even see what they are because it's pitch black and all so I end up group. dying yeah so yes I'm getting killed by Gru's or something for all those guys that actually still remember Zork back mm. in the day I never even played Zork, and I remember Zork. Yeah. So so those are the two things that I'm playing right now, although I haven't gotten very far into either of them. So that's what I've been playing. Oh. Has anybody been playing I anything else? I continued... Actually, I didn't play as many games as I had planned. I ended Why up watching a lot of movies. Oh, okay. Some very good, some not so great. But I have been continuing Mario, the recent one, for Wii U, the 3D one. Why it's have you not played really The Last good. of Us? Why? I, I, I don't know. I, I, like, I finished it. I ran through that in like a weekend. Well, because I'm playing with Mike. and oh, okay. Co-op in that game sometimes is just irritating. Yeah. They force you into your bubble, which drives me nuts. It's not You don't die as often as in the new Super Mario Brothers games when you do 
It depends who you're playing with. Trust me, we don't know. You die a lot? Okay, fair enough. Because <laughs> we'll just yell at each other. But no, because right now we're trying to collect all the all the stars oh, and all the stamps everything. now oh, and try to open the last world. Oh, right. That game is long, dude. It's, it's really long. There is, what, four bonus worlds? Something yep. like that? Yeah. But it's good long, right? It oh, is yeah. good long. Well, and that's, that's the great. thing is it reminds me of a, like a true-to-form Mario game as compared to what their previous titles were with the Wii. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. If you have a yeah. Wii U, this is actually a title you should probably play. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, but it's... I, I want to try it with four people. Yeah. I think it'd be horrible. I hear a subtle hint in that. <laughs> it's a good time. It's Come good time. on over, Phil. Sure, Let's I'll try. Sure, I'll do that. I'll do it. But, uh, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I just, uh, Mario Galaxy is so well done. Yeah. I hope that they do something like that uh, in this generation. I really do. They're, ma- they're walking that way. Now that they're going back to 3D, at least, we got away from the 2D size pulling, which was just yeah, getting kind of... I consider that. I don't think that that is part of the, like, Mario, the main Mario trajectory. I think no. those are, like, side nostalgic games and I yeah, enjoy they didn't they even, I, I did enjoy them for what they are but mm-hmm. they're just kind of lacking with the new generation but this one yeah. I I really do like and, uh, and there are some levels that are absolutely gorgeous yeah really there's some graphics. levels that are just really irritating like which ones I can't even think like I can't think off the top of my head but yeah. there are some levels where you're just like if you don't have the right character you can get yeah. I mean, screwed nothing, over incredibly easily nothing's really burned me out that bad but I, then, then again, again you I weren't playing it, with two people well you should just if the level's bugging you that much just do it no it's home. more it's way more fun when you have two people and you just scream at each other alright it's way more fun I don't know I've done plenty of my yeah. playing with two people and screaming it's cause there's not a lot of local co-op less so any game we can play together we tend to play together Fair whether enough. we really want to or not Fair enough. well glad you're enjoying it it's a solid game yes other than that I just watched a ton of movies so Alex mm-hmm. alright well I assume you mean besides it's Warframe Besides Warframe. Yeah, besides Warframe, I've been playing Starbound. What is Starbound? Starbound is a procedurally generated space exploration game. Oh, okay. Uh, imagine Terraria, but you can go to different planets. Yeah. And, you know, it's you travel around your spaceship, which looks different depending on your race. You can play a human, a hyper-intelligent ape, a robot. That is a, and the robots are apparently all medieval for some reason. A hyper-intelligent ape? Hyperintelligent ape. All right. And uh, plant people, bird people, fish people, you know, fun stuff. And you go around. It's kind of – it's one of those alpha release games, so not everything works or is implemented. I think there's they're actually up to a beta level at this point, but the worlds are very detailed. It looks really nice. The music is very nice. Um, you come across sort of procedurally generated towns where you can buy stuff or you can you, you come across uh, castles which you can accidentally kill everyone in like me Accident? how do you accidentally kill everybody they in came the at me they attacked me well it's not accidental killing them though. it's totally accidental you accidentally sent a bomb to his, it and blown up the whole castle his like. face ran into my sword oh yeah okay Yes, he just accidentally tripped and fell right into the sword. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then and, uh, all other Everyone people... else in the castle did the same thing, including the king. Jeez, Phil. Podcast ruined forever. Yeah. But Turn no, off uh, your cell phones, please. My fault. My He's popular. Fault. But it's basically sim- it's a very similar game to Terraria in terms of exploration. Like, there are still problems. Like, my house disappeared. I built oh, a house and good. it vanished because the... You know, it's a alpha, beta sort of style game, so it doesn't really seem to have stuck yet, but eventually they're, the way they're going to do it is it's a whole procedurally generated set of galaxies, and people can go around each other's worlds and find all this stuff. I think someone came and burnt it. down your house because you killed a whole world of people. That's probably what happened, actually. Um, and... Not quite sure how the multiplayer works yet. Um, something involving servers, I haven't figured it out, but uh, I'm going to keep trying it uh, whenever I'm not playing Warframe. <laughs> so Alex's recommendation is Warframe. Yep. Pretty he much. Just likes that game. So. Yep. They have a flat cannon now. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day one of us at this table will check out Warframe other than you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I probably should. I mean, it's sitting there on, like, the PS4, and I actually still have not taken it's it. It's sitting there. It's a free-to-play game. It's a free-to-play game. You should get on that. But it's that. multiplayer, and I don't usually like multiplayer. Oh, right, you, you can play have... it solo. There you, you go. Can. Yeah, you, I, I, okay. my, the first five months I played the game, I didn't play with anyone else. I played the entire game solo. Hmm, okay. It's not as easy to level things, and it's 
not quite as quick, but you can still do it. Oh, okay, I might fun. give it a try then. I just assumed that it was like just multiplayer combat, so I was like, nope, not for me. No, you can. I'm not going to play that game. Now we know you can try it. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it for us here at CGM, is it not? Yes, uh, yes. So, yeah. Everybody nod? Uh, yes. yes. Why Phil checks his phone. Yeah. Jeez, Phil. You've been be here in the moment. Is that the woman who's been checking the phone? It's because Brendan's texting me. <laughs> Little notes. <laughs> of course, you have to follow us on our social media. Come on, join us on Twitter at CGM Plus or Facebook at Facebook.com slash Comics Game Magazine. Also, Google Plus. What is it? Google.com slash little plus sign CG Mag Online. I know that Google Plus one's kind of convoluted, but, you know, it's still there. Yeah. Of course, you can also check us out at our home, which is CGMagOnline.com, where Wayne next week will be ranting about aliens in video form so you can see his visible minorityness getting upset. Correct, getting Wayne? Getting real mad. Yeah. Getting real... No, he actually, he didn't get that mad. He kind of, he had, he had this look like he might burst into tears because he knows how bad it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm, I'm still nursing this tiny flame of hope. Yeah. So, it's and, tiny. Is it next to your last guardian flame? Are they in the same area? <laughs> no, that, no that, that's, that's like, you know, just this big raging column of fire on Mount Olympus because okay. you know, it's like, that's going to happen. It's totally going to happen and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. You'll see. You'll all see. <laughs> and, of course, you can now follow us on Twitch TV. So check out Twitch, was it dot TV slash CGMag online. Or you can just search for us. We have old videos of the Lunch Breakers. Next week we'll have Scott and Joe playing Dark Souls, which should be hilarious. Oh, man, that should be great. Oh, it will be awesome. Play together? Okay. <laughs> I, one will play, one will comment? This will not end well. It will, they will then scream? It never does. So, There'll know. be no talking. It'll just be screaming of rage. You died, you died, you died, you died, just over and over again. Yeah. yeah. It's like Spelunky. You die five times in 15 seconds. Don't tell them about the skeletons. <laughs> oh, those skeletons. Other Love than that, make sure you check out our sister podcast. These warriors are terrible. It's just fun, drama, tabletop, RPG, action. Uh, I don't know if they started a new series yet, but hopefully soon. And hopefully we'll have Steve, one of their main people on our podcast shortly as well, to tell us all about their fun, exciting adventures. Other than that, tune in next week. And thanks for tuning in.